I'd like to talk to you about Darnell. How does that sound? Darnell's a guy I went to high school with, but he has no connection to this. Uh, Darnell is a weed, actually. Do you know this? I don't know how many farmers we got out here. Uh, it's a weed that when you plant it, when it first sprouts, it looks exactly like wheat. You cannot tell the difference between Darnell and wheat. That's how it works. Now, eventually you can. The closer and closer you get to the grain sprouting, the less and less Darnell looks like wheat. But by then, what Darnell does, this little plant, is it gets its root and it tangles it into wheat's root. Right? So what do we got in today's gospel? An enemy who went in on a perfectly good wheat field and he spread all this Darnell through it. And the servants, when they see this, and by the time you see it, right, they're tall and they're almost ready to harvest, they say, well, we, we wanna, we'll go rip that out for you. And the guy stops them. And Jesus says, that's what the kingdom of heaven is like. All right, yeah, well, let's take it apart. What does Jesus mean? So first of all, we got to look at the enemy, okay? and uh, the enemy here is the evil one who spreads these false seeds among the wheat, and it looks like Christianity quite a bit at its beginning. looks a bit like it, but as it gets older, it looks nothing like Christianity. Now does that Darnell, does it harm the wheat? Not in the light, not in the least. Not in the slightest. You can have 50% Darnell and 50% wheat. It's not going to bother the wheat at all. Well, then if that's the case, why is the enemy planting Darnell if it doesn't hurt anything? Well, real simple. The enemy doesn't know just wheat. The enemy knows humans. He knows us. And he knows our need to weed. I made that up. Isn't that great? Yeah, write that down. He knows that there's some part of us, those of us who come together to love Jesus as best we can, that certainly wants to be conscious of only the right people being here, right? Only that, and that is the danger. Because God's answer to you and me is, that ain't your job. And if you grew up, like I, I was the youngest and I was the smallest boy, so one of my duties was to weed the garden which is where the Catholic Church gets its teaching on purgatory. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar, yes, it, it is uh, an evil, evil job. Uh, and I hated it. I hated it with the intensity of a thousand white suns. Uh, but it was one of my jobs. So here's the good news. You and I don't have to weed. Yeah, We don't have to, in our church, make sure we're purifying it. Why would Jesus say that? Well, hey, it's not our job. This gospel will continue into next week where Jesus makes clear, no, it's the angels that are going to do the sorting. Hey, you and I are not called to go through and pick out who should be at church, who should go to communion, who, any of that. It's not our job. Our job is to be good wheat. And to be good wheat means that we're reaching for the sun. Yeah? We're reaching for the sun. We're letting the light of God's love hit us and help us to grow. We're drawing nourishment from the Eucharist, from the Word of God, from each other. 
we're growing and producing fruit. And the moment we start to say, I think that dude is Darnell, not my classmate. I think that dude is false wheat. We've already been distracted. It's not our job. Our job is to be good wheat. I think part of the reason, and I've talked about this quite a bit in the past, but I do think part of the reason Jesus tells us this is because it's bad for us. It's bad for us to be focused on what other people are doing. It doesn't work. We take our eyes off of our need to grow and fix them on someone else's need to change. And every time we get in trouble, our job is to grow. God will do the sorting. And I think another reason this ties into why Jesus so often tells us, do not judge. And, and I know in our culture, people use that passage really badly. They think it means God says we can't call anything wrong, but that contradicts a lot of other things Jesus said. Jesus makes clear what he means in the next verses. He says, judge not, lest you be judged. Quote, the measure with which you measure others, that's how I'll measure you. Yikes. God is going to hold us to the standard that we hold others to. You, you and I have a vested self-interest in being as merciful as possible. To not judge does not mean we don't say that's wrong, but what we want to make sure we don't do is pretend we can tell what's going on in that person's life or heart or what God's going to do with it. One of the things, uh, and I, I hope it's okay to go here, and if it's not, I want you to blame one of the deacons. Uh, one of the things, and it's kind of funny, I don't know where this comes from, but one of the most common questions, or I don't know, complaints is the wrong word, but is, Father, you need to say something to those people that come in late. So I'm going to do that now. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what do you want me to say? Be on time. I'll bet that was their goal. Yeah? I don't think they woke up this morning and went, you know, Let's be late for church. I'll bet they had a plan, and like 99% of plans, it fell apart. And I'm just so happy they're here. Yeah? Judging, that's an example of judging. We don't know what we don't know. We have no idea. And that's just a tiny example, huh? That's a tiny example of all the ways we look at other people and we say they're doing it wrong. Well, we don't know what we don't know. We know God's standard. We know we miss it all the time. If missing God's standard was a skill, I would be in the Olympics, yes? But what I don't know is the why. I don't know their circumstances. Sometimes we sin out of ignorance. Sometimes the circumstance is such that that person's not sinning. We just don't know. But we can learn something by our judging. And what we learn is what's going on in here. I remember about, gosh, I think it was eight years ago I sinned. It was so crazy. And I went to confession, right? And I was like, Father, it's been 10 years because uh, that was my last one. Uh, and all kidding aside, I confessed uh, judging one of my brother priests pretty harsh. 
And my thing was, I said, he, is, he only is doing this because of blah, blah, blah. And then my confessor, who was a mean and terrible man, said, well, now we know why you'd do it. And he said, the motive you put on him, that's your motive. You don't know what's in his heart, but you know what's in yours. If you say he only did this because blah, blah, that's why you'd do it. You've just learned something about yourself. And I learned I need to get a new confessor. Uh, <laughs> but it's not our job to judge. We don't judge people. We can judge actions. We can say that was not a good action. We can say the Bible says that's a sin. And no, we're right. The Bible's right about that. But what we can't judge is what God's going to do with that. We don't know the circumstances. We don't know enough. And every time we do this, we take our eyes off the only thing we can control. Our hearts, am I being good wheat? Am I letting the sun, S-O-N, hit my spiritual skin and help me to grow? Am I sinking my roots into the Word of God, into this Eucharist, into this beautiful community? I think that's the challenge for today. Yeah? Let's let God do the sorting. He's good at it. And you and I, we generally can't even often tell the difference between wheat and Darnell. So let's quit trying. And let's make sure we're getting the sun. Let's make sure our spiritual roots are sunk deep. And let's make sure that when we catch ourselves judging someone, we repent and we recognize the sin in our heart that we're putting on them. All of this will help us be who God's created us to be. Wheat, not weeds. Amen? Amen. Okay.